At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. So before we get started with our podcast today, I want to thank Versa, Space for Growth, at 1201 Dublin Road. This is where we're recording today's podcast in Studio 3. I'd encourage anybody to come and check out Versa for some co-working opportunities. This episode of Business Inspires is brought to you by the village of Marble Cliff. Small village, big thinking. Find everything you need at marblecliff.org. We've heard from many of our Business Inspires podcast listeners that leaving a rating and review for the podcast in iTunes can be a bit difficult. So here's a painless way to do it. Go to pleasereviewmypodcast.com backslash BI for an easy step-by-step tutorial to follow. Reviewing and rating the Business Inspires podcast in iTunes helps us in so many ways, but most importantly, we get your feedback on what you like about the podcast. Thanks for being a listener and subscriber and going to pleasereviewmypodcast.com backslash BI. The link is in the podcast show notes. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. Here's Michelle Wilson, Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Hi, this is Michelle Wilson. I'm the Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. We are a pro-business organization in the Grandview Heights, Marble Cliff, and Upper Arlington communities. Today, we are speaking with Brett Johnson, who is the president and owner of Circle 270 Media, and uh, he is the the brains behind this podcast. So, uh, so excited to finally have you on the podcast, Brett. It's uh, unusual to be on the other side of the soundboard. I bet it is. I bet it is. So, <laughs> great to have you. We're, we're excited about this. Um, you came to me, gosh, a couple of years ago and had this idea of doing a podcast. And I looked at you probably like a deer in the headlights and thought, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how, how do we make this work for a chamber of commerce? Right. And, um, it's probably one of my favorite parts of my job now and, you know, getting to talk to businesses and, and establish a connection with them, with the listener on a different level. You know, I, people say, what is the business inspires podcast? And I say, oh, you know, we're, we're talking about business and you know why they do what they do. And that's, it's so much more than that. And, and a lot of that was your idea. So tell me, um, why, why did you think this was a good idea? Working with you over the past, it's been now five or six years, I suppose, Mm -hmm. as we just talked about before recording, we are terrible at time stamps. So (laughs) it could be a lot longer than that, but we don't want to age ourselves though, either. I know that you have this unique dynamic with the chamber members and even talking with you, it's just, it's comfortable. And I knew you'd be perfect. And that's what podcasts are all about is to bring that emotion from your guest to talk about their business. And I think it's what's unique about podcasts is that it does it very, very well. You can't fake the emotion that you speak into a mic. You're right. And video is the same way to a certain degree, but you you can fake tears (laughs) and bring that emotion out. But it's very hard to bring out the tears with just audio, Mm -hmm. the happiness, the joy, the excitement. You hear it in someone's voice about their business. Right. You can't 
fake that. You're and, right. And the and passion comes through. It does. Definitely. And I, and I know that you bring that out in everybody you talk to. Oh. You bring out the best. And, and I think podcasts are a very good form for you. And I wanted to bring some value to the Tri Village Chamber Partnership as well. Uh, what can the chamber do for its members mm-hmm. to showcase right. what's going on with this? And you're one of the very few chambers in the United States that even has a podcast. I've had calls to me asking about what, what's going on with this business inspires. What do you do? How do you do that? And I just give them the model and I say, listen, that's great. Yeah. We love <laughs> that. Find out about it. So between us and, and, uh, you know, an, uh, another chamber in Columbus, we're pretty much it. Wow. In regards to a chamber podcast. That's exciting. Um, but I consider ours best, of course. Well, so do you I. Because <laughs> it's inspirational. It Even in the name, it's inspires. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Well, and I do think that to set ourselves apart a little bit, we do we do delve a little bit more into the person. Correct. And not just what the business does and yeah. where they see it going and what, you know, how they define success. Those are all key pieces of what mm. we talk about and I think are important. But I really love the the personal connection and why they started doing what they're doing or how they ended up there by accident. I think that's every, really exciting. Every episode I've learned and and yeah. grown myself from mm-hmm. hearing these stories of yeah, it's never an easy road. Usually right. it's not, I mean, just, you just expect it, right. but every story is just accidental. I accidentally, right. I accidentally had a drink with this person and right. to a T every episode. Yeah. And it's so exciting to hear those take the moment, expect it to happen, but recognize, oh yeah, this is my moment. Yeah. <laughs> and I is... love walking away with uh, some nugget that they yeah. end up sharing, you know, again, sometimes by accident, you know, like Scott Humphreys at the food lab saying, you know, somebody once told him to take the hard right. You know, it's mm-hmm. not the easy road. Take the hard right and and look where he is. Right. And, you know, Steve Weaver with the Candle Lab sharing some of his inspiration. And I walk away and I just, I feel so fulfilled and excited that these businesses in our, are in our community and, and we get to sit down and chat with them for a few minutes. And I think the small businesses don't get enough spotlight. Right. Right. Uh, of, uh, of what they've done and sure. are doing for the community. Uh, that's usually the bigger companies They get the notoriety, they get the press right. because of what they're doing. But again, they affect maybe more people overall because it's tied to stocks, uh, <laughs> where we're dealing with two people that own a business that have five employees and right. it's, that's their world. And it is for those five employees as well. So clearly our podcast business inspires stellar. But let's talk about some of the other podcasts that you um, you work on and, uh, and what they're about and how they came to be. And With the nonprofit that I've been working with for the past 15 years, the, the nonprofit is uh, called Employment for Seniors. I put together uh, with the executive director a podcast called The Successful Encore Career. And the, uh, the, uh, the nonprofit Employment for Seniors deals with adults over 50 who are looking for a different career, need a job and such. Uh, and it also works with employers that are looking specifically for older adults over 50. And the main jest of the successful encore career was to spotlight adults who have made the transition. Maybe they were working at the same place for 20, 25 years and lost their job. How did they transition into this? It could, could be a job of notoriety or it could be just that they survived sure. and they made it. And I think older adults have a bit more of a struggle because of ageism exists. Sure. It does. It's not talked about, but it it does. And I wanted to make sure that Employment for Seniors had a forum 
to be able to talk and interview those type of people, as well as spotlight what Employing for Seniors does do, working with um, employers and the clients that they have over 50, both both ends free, uh, those services. So the podcast has been a very good opportunity. In fact, what's kind of fun to watch is we've been experimenting this year with Employing for Seniors in a new space. They now can have hiring events that they close place down and bring in a recruiter that is just they're hiring on the spot oh, wow. it's called a hiring event and they're specifically looking for older adults one example being a tristar transportation that they love older adults and they're taking kids to school morning and afternoon but adults older adults are their target employee because they're dedicated they're responsible they're not on their phone while they're driving they probably have great driving records exactly. they have experience yeah so they will be having their second hiring event uh, in July. Okay. What we do with the uh, podcast is interview the recruiter and okay. post a podcast about the hiring event. Oh, great. That doubles the oh, wow. downloads we have for that podcast. Does it really? Yeah. It, it happened overnight. The first one we posted, we started looking at the analytics and going, wow. Okay. That's so, great. you yeah. know, and, and it's it, nice to be able to track that because exactly. you do know what you're doing is, is working. Some, yeah. It's, it's working out beautifully for, in the long run. It's, it's the long run for that podcast for that. That's one I'm working with. I've, I've worked with a, a variety of other um, businesses. Uh, one, it's my, my focus has been mostly with business to business and working with an emotional EQ, emotional intelligence, uh, a company called Spirit of EQ. They're very business to business and it, it, the podcast works very well because you can target that and, and the, the, the content's going to be a more business driven, but their, hmm. their call to action is contact us and we will do presentations. Okay. They've been laying out what is emotional intelligence? How does it affect employees and your higher level management to basically analyze your employees so they're in the right spot? As time has gone on with Circle 270 Media, um, the, my focus has been really uh, working with businesses. Podcasting has been has democratized our voice. We don't have to rely on television, radio. And you can hone the message. And I think that's really nice. And when we first met all those years ago, however Mm. long it was, since we can't (laughs) pinpoint that, you had a a longstanding career in radio. And uh, with North American Broadcasting, they've been a great Mm. partner of the chamber all of these years. And um, you know, that, then you had this idea of podcasting and I'm, I'm intrigued as to why, you know, I mean, what, what was it that you thought this is something and this is going to take off and I, and, and here's why I began in radio over 30 years ago and anybody in the radio industry will know radio has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think even listeners get it though, too. If you've listened to radio for a few decades, you know, the differences that are happening and over the past 10 years or so, I've seen a big difference in regards to the the economy of it, how it's used. It's, really? it's just not accessible to businesses in regards to a long form talking about themselves. It's now 15 seconds, 30 seconds. Sure. Still effective to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but you can't tell a story about your business in that amount of time. You can only really direct them to a call to action. Go right. to my website to get more information or to buy a certain product. Netflix changed this completely. That really, we, Netflix. I, I, I think so, at least. That we are now an on-demand entertainment society. Uh, yeah. We we are not going to be told. Okay, you have to listen on Sunday morning at ten o'clock to hear my program about my financial services. Not going to happen. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Not going to happen. No, you. T- I'll tell you when I want to listen to it or when I want to watch it. 
my, my kids, uh, my son's a freshman in high school, my daughter now a sophomore at, at Kent State, their whole life has been audio and video on demand. Oh yeah, they've, my kids. As they've well. never watched on-air television. I mean, cable is not a concept. Right. It's <laughs> in not. Their world. So we, good or bad, right. that's the way our life is. And podcasts mm-hmm. fit perfectly, perfectly. You don't have to d- design a program that you have to go listen to at a certain point in time or watch at a certain point in time. Whether it's maybe television right. as well, you just tell them when it's available. They download it and listen to it at their convenience. Wow. It's so true. And I've, I've, I've never even asked you that question mm-hmm. before. And it's, that's fascinating because I think it's absolutely spot on. Right. And, and I think the, the insides of our cars have been changing as well, too. There's, there's mm-hmm. some technology dynamic going on that, um, is not pro radio at this point in time. There's right. a lot of entertainment in that dashboard. And I'm, I, 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 I preface all this saying, I still love radio. I'm still a part of radio. Um, radio is a very effective marketing mm-hmm. uh, medium, but um, the relationship that we have with auto manufacturers is is very loose. Um, that, that entertainment console is changing drastically every year, and radio is harder to find in there. They want you to connect your smartphone up. Absolutely. When you walk in it's all car, Bluetooth and, and blue, Wi-Fi yeah. enabled. Yeah. And, and our radio needs to embrace that. Mm-hmm. Any information technology needs to embrace that, that your content needs to follow me with my phone into my car. So if you're not accessible in your phone, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose it. Spotify is winning with this. So radio has been a little bit behind in regards to embracing that. Uh, We have a a tendency to have our head in the sand. Well, how could they, what, what could they do differently? Making sure that it's very easy to find your radio station in the car. Okay. Whether it's through a smartphone app Mm -hmm. that the entertainment is there and easy to follow you, um, whatever it might be, but just make it easy. Make it easy. Car manufacturers are not making it easy. I mean, there there are now two models, uh, Tesla and BMW, that have eliminated AM. Have in their you cars. really? They have seen the cost. I'm say, I'm showing my age AM. by saying, oh my yeah, gosh, the cost they're getting rid of AM. The cost factor <laughs> to build a car to protect it, it, it's mm-hmm. a it's a technical thing to protect the the frequency coming into the car. They said they're just scrapping it all together. Now, radio is fine with that. It's it's like like you have a smartphone app and you can stream your radio station. You're in good shape. You're fine. Or if you're a simulcast FM, you're still getting it over the air and such. But it's recognizing this evolution of technology. Okay. That's that's key. But certainly in your car is a perfect time Mm -hmm. to be listening to podcasts. It is. You know, and I do that because it's, it's, you know, I have kids and I have a busy Mm -hmm. life and I get in my car and that's my space and right. that's my time. And, uh, I do listen to podcasts yeah. then because it's easier for me mm-hmm. and on demand, right. you know, I can click start and stop and pause and go and I'm good. I'm ready to go. It's amazing how infectious it is. Once you find a favorite podcast or two, all of a sudden the, the, the world opens up. Oh my gosh. Like, yes. And there's, there's podcasts for everything. There's more of these. There's more of this. There's underwater basket weaving. That's so cool. You know, <laughs> it's, so um, it's out there. Uh, you just need to find it yeah, and it's easy yeah. to find. Quite mm-hmm. frankly, you just open up your podcast player on yeah. whether it's Android now with Google podcasts. Um, or and even own. that's changed since yeah, we started yeah. doing business yeah. inspires the availability and, um, accessibility has changed in, you know, 15, 16 right. months. Yeah. It's really now explaining to a potential listener, uh, what your content is because mm-hmm. it's really fairly easy to find the podcast. Now, some people would say, no, it's not, but yeah. well, there are native apps on your smartphone that all you have to do is open it up 
and search. Right. So therefore you need to, you know, tell your tribe, tell your potential yes. listeners what your content's about each episode. Um, that's key. Tell me how, um, what I think is fascinating again, making a transition from radio to podcasts and as podcasts continue to in popularity, um, how advertising is affected. Podcasts are, there's not really advertising. There's, there's a little bit, there's pre-roll, mid-roll and mm -hmm. post-roll. And, you know, typically that's, uh, I think a sponsor. Okay. So you're getting a little bit of advertising. It's, it's, it's very light advertising. How are podcasts sustainable without advertising? Like radio, it certainly depends on it. And TV certainly depends on it. Lots of different approaches to sponsorships. Uh, there are a lot of networks that are being put together that you, you join the network and they have a sales staff that mm -hmm. will sell advertising pre-roll, mid-roll, uh, pre-roll being it runs before the podcast begins. Mid-roll is that you allow a dedicated spot uh, placement for mm -hmm. a commercial to be in. Um, so that's one approach. Just this past year, it was uh, tracked that you know over $300 million is being spent in podcast advertising. Small compared to everybody else, mm -hmm. but that's an 80% growth in one year. In a year. Wow. So it will continue to be in it with the technology following to make it easier and easier to place those commercials as well, whether it's digitally inserted or as we do, you know, on a local level that you put a pre-roll in or a mid-roll in and it's baked in, as they say. Right. Uh, so it's always there. A lot of businesses are creating their own podcasts and utilizing marketing dollars to create those podcasts. Okay. So they're looking at it as a marketing opportunity mm -hmm. and they're pulling advertising from traditional radio, television to create podcasts. So it is affecting yes. those other markets. It is. Okay. It is. I see the opportunity for consultancy that sure. they, they see it as a marketing tool. They hear it in trade magazines are seeing their, their, um, maybe their competition or they bet at conventions and such. And they've heard people talk about it. It's like, Hey, got to get into it because it's working for us. Well, they don't know where to start. And right. that's where I'm seeing the opportunity with my radio background of 30 years of, you know, selling, programming, promotions, uh, on air mm -hmm. as well is to help them get where they need to go with this podcast. It's, it's not really rocket science, but if you don't know where you're going, you don't know where you're going. Well, and you have to be willing to adapt, which right. I think is what, you know, is a huge credit to you is that you, you saw this mm -hmm. coming and you, you kind of honed in on it and figured it out and it became a passion. Right. And, um, and now you're kind of transitioning from traditional radio and moving really more towards podcasts and consultancy. So let's talk about what Circle 270 is up to and uh, besides Business Inspires and uh, sure. and where you want to go with yeah. that. Well, transitioning, I, I still have a foot in the radio because I think radio and podcasting are made for each other. Mm -hmm. It's just um, overall the radio industry has not been very embracing of it. They look at it as a threat to listeners that if they're listening to a podcast, they're not listening to a radio station. Well, why not take a look at it as if a radio station brings that entertainment option to their listener, that listener is now becoming more loyal to the radio station mm -hmm. because, oh, wow, yeah, the, this radio station offered this to me right. through their smartphone app or uh, an on-air personality has a one-off podcast. Mm -hmm. It's branding opportunity. Absolutely. So that in itself that's why i want to continue to you know be in with radio because it's it's a good marriage beyond that with with as i mentioned earlier too with circle 270 media it's it's helping businesses understand what best practices are 
There's a lot of information out there to Google how to do a podcast. If you don't do it right the first time, you really don't have the opportunity to go backwards to do it right again. And especially when it comes to uh, a, a business podcast, right. it's it's almost the same as putting a logo together. If that logo does not look good for your business, it could be a negative. Mm-hmm. You should have a good sound with this podcast. The same with video as well. If you're if the best foot needs to be put forward, and a, a consultant with a radio background, as myself, can help <laughs> because right. of all all the years in of understanding audio, and audio is a different. Bird. It's not 30 or 60 seconds at a time. It's 25, 35, 45 minutes. Again, however long you want it to be, but there's a structure to it. Uh, There is a bit of a science to it. It's always nice to have um, it loaded in your in your favor (laughs) when you you first start to publish. So, where do you see um, where do you see yourself going in the next? I mean, are you are you going to seek more clients and come up. I mean, you, you helped establish this idea of business inspires and we honed it together, but you know, do you have some things in the back of your head? Like, I think somebody needs to do a podcast on underwater basket weaving, like you said earlier. So let's find that weaver. Um, I mean, do you have a few things kind of, you know, churning that you, that you have a passion for or that you, that you feel is missing and, and has a great opportunity? Yeah. My passion for this initially, uh, was audio drama. Okay. I am a huge fan of old time radio, okay. of of the comedies, of the the sci fi. I mm-hmm. love that theater of the mind. That's what drew me into radio initially. Wow! First of all, because of just it's a playground in your head. Mm-hmm. There there are no budget limitations to creating an audio drama or a comedy that you're setting the scene in someone's head that you didn't have to pay to go to Paris to be in Paris. You just tell them we're in Paris. It, it, that's where it's established yeah. and such. I, I think that's where podcasting is going to really be going as well. There is so many great audio drama podcasts out there right now that are, are being picked up by television for really? p- television series um, as well. So I, I think it's rich and going to be continuing to develop because the cost of coming into it is fairly low. And, and these writers are looking for an outlet to create these great stories yeah, uh, and, and, and such. Yeah, it is. So I think that's uh, a realm that is going to develop. It's, it's monetizing it. That is not there yet. Um, a lot of the listeners and followers to these audio drama series um, are still not real comfortable in having advertising in their audio drama. But I, I think yeah. as time goes on, they'll get a bit more comfortable if it's placed correctly. Okay. I mean, the best, um, old time radio shows, uh, for example, uh, Fibber McGee and Molly, mm-hmm. a comedy show that went you know, over 15, 18 years long. They actually inserted uh, their sponsor into the show and, and, and it was part of the show. You were kind of waiting for the announcer to come in. And the, the longtime sponsor was Johnson Wax. Okay. And it was, you knew when he was coming in, they were gonna, he was going to insert Johnson Wax somehow. Oh, that's funny. And it was part of the comedy shtick. Yeah. It, that's where it's going to open up and, and, and almost product placement, I guess you could okay. say. I, I think that will come into play. So the listeners a bit more at ease with going, okay. what's going on. And, and again, it's still free products. So mm-hmm. I think the listener gets it though, that, Hey, it's free coming in. I, I'm going to have to give up 30 or 60 seconds of something because it's still free. Right. Um, right. So, uh, 
it's it's a learning curve. It'll it'll happen, but I think that's going to explode. Um, I, I I've not got my head around it yet either, but it's but it still comes down to advertiser support. Advertisers haven't seen the value in that yet. Okay, but it will be there. It will be there eventually, um, probably sooner than we think. Um, beyond that, though, there's a lot of different monetization models. Okay, um, it really comes down to what the podcasters comfortable with, what they want to do, and some sure. don't want money at all. Um, they just it's a hobby. Don't care. It's their voice. They're ready to, to go with it. Um, but it, it comes down to how comfortable the podcaster is and, and uh, the agreement with the sponsor. Okay. What the, what they're willing to do and what they want from that advertising sure. what their medium. Is. Exactly. Yeah. And, right. and match it up and go with it. There was even just recently a podcaster's convention in town. Mm-hmm. So what's what's that like? I mean, what... What do people do at a podcaster's convention? The uh, Columbus Podcast Festival was a showcase for local podcasters. You had to submit and be accepted oh, because okay. of the limitation of how many there are right. and stage space and such like that too, and pay to be to on be stage. There. Yes, wow. to help cover costs and such. Okay. So yeah, it, it basically zeroed out at the very end. And uh, the radio station group that I'm with helped co-sponsor that this year. Oh, okay. We are tied with it as a media sponsor. We see, uh, you know, the, the future of that as well, too. Um, did very, very well um, from a variety of local podcasters all the way to the national scene. Uh, from what I'm hearing, he wants to even bring, bring bigger names in. <laughs> as a podcast festival, it was basically podcast after podcast after podcast on stage. Okay. To right. see. Now, there are other uh, podcast movements and conventions and such. In fact, the big one that comes up in uh, the end of July podcast movement 18 um it's only about five six years old and it's grown from a few hundred participants all the way to five thousand podcasters there where's that be in philadelphia at the end of july so i'll be there Uh, they they switch coast to coast last year was in anaheim and i just couldn't see going to anaheim for that (laughs) i'll wait for that i'll go every other year Um, but philadelphia i can do and that's not a problem with with time factor and such when i went to pm 16 Mm -hmm. in chicago um that was my introduction to what it could really be. Okay. And walked away driving home from Chicago. I was on cloud nine the whole time oh going, this gosh. is where I got to go. This is, this is it. This is it. The community's fantastic. It's supportive. Uh, the directions, and yeah, the directions in the right place. Yeah. It, it, it that it, it, it turned me into what it had to be done and, and gave me the insight of how to get it done as well too. Wow. So I'm really excited about PM 18 coming up and, yeah. and a different perspective as well. Two years, two and a half years in almost three years. Um, so looking at it a little bit differently in the right. different all tracks you've learned that have, in yeah. that time and, and yeah. all the experience you've gained in mm-hmm. that time. And that's really cool that you went yeah. there and, and thought that this is what I, I'm going to do. And you did it. Right. And now you get to go back a couple of years later, having done it. Right. And business cards in hand and yeah. you know, track record doing this, doing that and such. So the conversations will be much different. Seeking sure. out people to talk to will be much different. Right. Um, I submitted for a couple of tracks to, to speak, uh, wasn't accepted, which was fine. It's just, they, I love the effort of putting it together. And right. it's like, yeah, that was actually pretty good, but the competition's really stiff <laughs> yeah. uh, for, yeah. for speaking engagements there. But thinking if I make it great, if not, that's okay too. I tried. Right. Um, and take a look who spoke and you know, try it again next year, try it again next year. That's right. That's right. And I'll tell you what I love too about podcasts is, um, is the mobility of them. Mm. And, uh, we're sitting right now in, in different space than we typically are sitting in Versa co-working space, you know, close to downtown Columbus, but in the tri-village area. And, uh, and we've, you've even done some live recordings at our event at, uh, Grandview Dig Fest. And, uh, those are really cool to listen to. They're short, they're sweet. They give our sponsors a, a little, you know, extra, um, 
push and advertisement. And uh, I learned something by listening to those, you know, after, after DigFest. And again, we can still go back and edit those, even though they're, they're being taped live. So I think that's a really cool piece of podcasting too, right. is they're so versatile. You don't have to be sitting in a studio. You don't have to, you right. can be wherever you want to be. And, and the atmosphere can lend right to, you know, the topic at hand. And, right. um, that's really cool too. Yeah. And I think it's where businesses are going to see this differently too. When they go to their annual conventions mm-hmm. that they buy a booth space. Well, how do you engage those people that are walking by? Well, why not create a podcast that you're interviewing people that yeah. are getting information? Um, and it's being done right now. Wow. By people, you know, this is yeah. not a new idea that somebody should go run with it. It's happening now, yeah. and, and they're and and, and they're, they're publishing these podcasts, but or they're just it's available only to attendees at a convention because sure. of right. of the finite number benefit. of people. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. it's endless. The ideas that you can come up with it just is figuring out how to do it. Yeah, because uh, the technology is there, the equipment is there. It's just starting it and finishing and what do you do with it afterwards? A a lot of what the podcast space is doing too, is that once you create it, it has a long tail that you can do a lot of different things with it. As we do with business inspires, Mm -hmm. we record, transcribe, blog, put it out there on a consistent basis using different applications and software that it just drips in different social media to pull you back in because we create content that is good today and good for another year. As long as that business is in business, mm-hmm. it's still worth listening to. And it's, it feels good to, to a talk to these businesses and get right. to know them and create that connection. But it's a marketing piece that we're able to hand them and say, put this on your website, let people hear you, let people hear why you do what you do besides the, you know, tri village chamber members, mm-hmm. but let your customers know. And I think it, it's, it feels good to, to give that to them and, uh, and give them added value as well. Exactly. And I, I really feel like, uh, we are very fortunate to work with you and, and be part of this industry, I think in its infancy, it, it definitely it's still is so new and there's so far yeah. to go. Yeah. It, it's, it's only about 12 or 13 years old, but it's still a pup. Yeah. It really is because right. of the technology catching up right. with it. So yeah, there have been podcasters that have been around for, you know, 10, 12 years. They were there at the infancy and that was when you could only listen through iTunes or you had sure. the name, hence the name podcast. You had to download the audio onto your iPod right. to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And that's where it came from. Look how far we've come in just 10 years right? with that. And let's say five. Right. I mean, leaps and bounds. And, and, and we're and still, it, like you said, it's a pup. So lots, lots of room. Yeah. So if somebody's interested and they think, I have this really great idea, I'm going to call Brett. Mm-hmm. How do they get a hold of you? Go to my website, circle270media.com is the best way to do it. That's all the information about me, everything that's going on, all the podcasts that I work with as well. It'll be under construction here in another few weeks. I'm going to change some things up as all websites sure. are. And the listeners are like, going, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go through that process. But it's it's um, it, it works perfectly the way it is. But with things changing with what I'm doing for the you know the remainder of this year and moving forward, um, obviously changes have to be made. But yeah. it's still the same basic information. But that'll give you some ideas in regards to who I am, my background, again, podcasts that I am affiliated with or work with or help produce. Um, I'm always open for a cup of coffee 
phone call just to throw out ideas. I had an email this morning from a client, or actually not really a client, but a, a nonprofit that I've been kind of talking to off and on. And she was asking about some tactical thing with her podcast and threw an email back, gave her some Great. options and such. So I'm always open for that. I mean, that's where conversations start. Sure. I, there are no expectations other than just having a good conversation and see where it goes and become that go-to person that that person may run into somebody that actually is more interested in, and it happens. It's all paying forward, doing the right Absolutely. thing, Absolutely, doing the right thing at the right time, doing the right thing. Uh, you're doing the right thing by the chamber. So we thank, oh, thank you for you. your, it's, your it's been uh, faith pure in us. Joy. Yes, it's it has been joy. great. Yeah. I look forward to a long, long time Yes, yes. together and, yeah. and continuing some podcasts. Yeah. But I encourage everybody listening to reach out to Brett and circle270media.com mm -hmm. and take a look at what he's doing because it, there's some really great stuff out there and there's plenty of room to grow. So give him a call, give him, take a look at his website and, uh, and thank you for listening. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires. Circle270media.com At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.